You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Let's get started here on the Connect Church podcast, Connect Church Tupelo podcast that we are recording November 1st. 2022 we're in november it's tuesday afternoon i'm missing my favorite radio show right now we normally do this in the mornings but uh, i had uh, daddy daycare this morning so we had to move it to this afternoon but here we are guys hey are we, are we supposed to sing mariah carey all i want for christmas i'm on, bring on elf and the santa music <laughs> and let's go it's it's christmas time christmas you ready christmas to go? i'm ready all I want for Christmas is you. There we go. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish your song. <laughs> I was going to see if you're going to say something. I asked, like, <laughs> all right, we had some, uh, some of the neighbors were over at the house last night and I said, who's going to put their Christmas lights up first now that, you know, Halloween's yeah. over. So they said, I guess you are. Said, okay. <laughs> all right. Pressure's on. That's right. I'll do it. Well, they're festive. Yeah. You should, you should dress your goats up as reindeer. Uh, that's a great idea. Grandma, wants, grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Who wants some uh, Christmas pictures with some uh, decorated goats that look like elves and stuff? Come yeah, on, sign up. It. Reindeer. Let me know, that's and we'll it. take some yeah. pictures. Capitalism. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Put a red nose on one of them, and you got Rudolph, man. That's, I'm all, that's I'm a good down. picture. I'm down. Let's do it. I think, you should, I think you should get a picture of them dressed up like a reindeer and then put Miss Wendy on the ground and like have one of them standing on top of her and then... You can reenact Grandma getting right over by a reindeer. That's a, I, mean, I could definitely make that Photoshop happen. I'll, I'll, I'll nominate Belen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Which, by the way, speaking of Belen, she did a fantastic job manning those inflatables <laughs> Sunday. I, I didn't let my kids. Seriously, I didn't let my kids get on it. Like oh, I yeah, let them get on before everything. Everything got crazy, and it's people got there. And then I said, "All right, there's a lot of people coming." Let's go back to the table. And then about an hour and a half later, Terry came by and said, did you see Bullet? She's she's on the, in the slide uh, regulating. And I said, okay, kids, y'all can go. <laughs> I, told, I told somebody, I think it was Brittany Rutherford, uh, I said, look, this is why I'm not afraid of, you know, like Shannon Sheffield and Mary King and some of these ladies that, like, have no problem, you know, telling you who's boss and stuff like that. I said, that was my mother. Yeah. She's literally <laughs> mid-screaming at a child <laughs> and stuff and a parent, like, simultaneously. I said, that's why I'm not I'm not afraid of any of these people. I will say, though, when my kids were going down the slide and she was sitting there yelling at them and doing a, doing a fantastic job. She was. She was. She was. Seriously. And, like, I was standing there where the kids were coming off the slide, and about every third kid, you'd just get a whiff of just like, yeah. oh, yeah. Bathe these children. Golly, <laughs> dude, those things are nasty. Oh, man, yeah. Community outreach. So it wasn't, we got a, yes, Belinda did a fantastic job, but it was, she shared that duty. So some of y'all didn't see earlier on before Belinda uh, stepped in is Kayla Rutledge stepped in first. Oh, yeah. yeah. She'll, and so, oh, so, yeah she'll throw a kid off. So you had, you had, you had Kayla and Belinda, like the two sister women that. <laughs> and then to wrap it all up, 
Lacinda. Yes, yes. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't see Lacinda on there. She did. She finally relieved Blaine. I think yeah. she felt bad for her. Yeah, th- those three, it was Lacinda and Kayla also. Right? I had full was... confidence in those three yeah. women. <laughs> so what did you come dressed up as at a trunk or treat? I told everybody either I was a youth pastor or a pervert. <laughs> I turned my hat backwards and told everybody I was Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And then what'd you come as? I was Farmer Brown. Oh, that's what you were. Okay. <laughs> See, everybody else was telling me you were something else. So. Yeah. Well, not, 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 not movie related. Yeah. You weren't a movie character. You, no, can, you no. can say Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> yeah, everybody else thought he was Brokeback Mountain. Oh, my gosh. All right, things to be afraid of. Bobby Huey is, oh, is dressed new, up as oh. a joker. Mm. I, thought oh. this, I thought this was a new segment. No. That, hey, that's, that's a good segment. <laughs> Things that we're afraid of. Bobby Huey is a joker. So, uh, John no. Kiss. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is not PC whatsoever, but I did walk up to Big Tommy and I've said, I've got my finger on the mute button. I did say thank you for not being transvestite this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To yeah, Big that Tommy. Was, that, was, that was rough last year. Oh, goodness. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, John Kiss. Kisner brought his drone and was getting some drone footage. He was. He and he was. sent it to me, and I was looking through it, and I got a – if it was a little more clear that I could zoom in on Bobby Huey, he was walking through and twisting his uh, – turning his cane right. like, a, like a flag line type yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. That would make a wonderful gif. But it's just, <laughs> oh, too, yes, it's yes. just too grainy to use. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But anyways. All right, we finally made it to Luke chapter 12. And uh, ironically, it's things to be afraid of here on Halloween weekend. <laughs> How cool was Let's that? Let's hit the button again. Things to be afraid of. <laughs> that would have been better music. Than I Martin. wanted to. Uh, I was really disappointed that you did not try to say all those words. Oh, no, all those phobias. No. Yeah, that would have that would verbally in your sermon. We we actually got done on sermon on time this week, so both services, and so that was a new one. Thank yeah. you. It was it was it was there, and um, uh, it was at least at least five minutes quicker than normal. normal but anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> better than normal. Better than normal. Yes, <laughs> not yes, quite yes. at the finish line yet. Though. But it was it was I'll there. Take it. It I'll was, take it. Yeah, it was it was it was really close. Uh, now there's no way I could have pronounced those. So yeah, those were uh, the one that blew me. Away way in second service was we had uh, two people that uh and jennifer smith was just yeah. avid that the fear of holes i've never heard of that one try phobia and so um tripophobia yeah and fear of i've holes. never heard of a fear of holes. and uh, and then um one of uh kina's uh her son coley's uh wife she was she was that. She said, yeah. She said, you never know where you step into a hole where it's going to take you. So That's valid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't know how deep that puddle is. Yeah. Challenge accepted. <laughs> my, I'm not afraid of that. I'm, my personal favorite is, uh, I'm shout out to Heather Williams, Chuck, if you're listening, is Heather is deathly afraid of bridges. Like driving on no bridges way. and stuff. She's very, I found, I know that. found this out driving to Del Rio. So we're driving through San Antonio. She's not afraid of heights at like, she, yeah. she'll jump off a cliff like anything like that like she's not afraid of like going up high it's just bridges wow and so we're in the church bus that thing already you know sways anyways i don't know if you guys have ever driven through san antonio texas before but there's a butt ton of bridges every single oh, yeah, time every, every. i would literally like hug the line and she <laughs> would get so, so that's why we had flat tires on the bus you're hugging the <laughs> <line>. <laughs> i was aggravating heather absolutely sorry chuck that's funny 
What are you afraid of, Terry? Uh, mine was two that you know I I identified with that, that I opened up and confessed is the fear of snakes. You know that's just it's just stupid. I don't understand that God cursed them. So anyway, um, but the fear of claustrophobia. So elevators are a <laughs> demonic you know invention. They are coffin. So it reminded just, me of the time I told uh, Mike in the sound booth. I think it was Mike. I told him when we went to the Willis Tower in Chicago. Yes, and we went up the elevator to the hundred tenth floor. And the, that thing moves now. Oh, like man. it's oh, not yeah. like it's your hotel crazy. elevator; no, it's moving. It's, it's but me and Ben are jumping down in the elevator idiots. as it's going. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and and then good. they get up there, and I just run out onto the because the the glass step thing didn't bother me yeah, at ben all. Yeah, Ben didn't want to get on the now, glass. Now, Ben would not get on the glass, so you That's walk valid. out. So, so. <laughs> we did, though. Oh, yeah, it was a piece of cake. Yeah. It was just nothing to it. I mean, I was jumping up and down on that, and everybody else was freaking out. But the stupid elevator right up. But it, I'll give them, <laughs> if you're going to do one, they did it right because it's like 30 seconds. I mean, you That's are bad. flying. And so if you're going to die, you're going to die quickly. You've been in the arch in St. Louis, right? Oh, no, sure. just one time. Yeah, just one time you won't do that again. And huh? I mean, I grew up there. That's like my hometown. And so, in the eighties, <laughs> in the eighties, yes. 80s, yeah. And so, yeah, Memphis is my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got on it one time with Belen. You know, we were dating, and I literally, I, I just you won't swore. do that again. No, huh? yeah, I, I peed on myself. It was, it was horrible. So it's just it was, weird. I mean, it's, it's fun. Weird. I enjoy it. It is not fun. It's nothing. It. So you know how the arch is obviously an arch, right? So your it's, your elevator car, you're in a death trap with a, a cage. It's like in the shape of an egg. Okay, but it's a yeah. cage. Yes, basically, but it's like in a it's it's enclosed in a room. All right, yeah. so you go. In, it's like it's like a Disney ride. You go in there, and sit down, <laughs> and it goes it goes up the arch. It's, yes, and then it tilts this way, and then it goes up the arch some more, and then it tilts back this way. You know, it just but it's like a it, train. You can't go up sideways. Yeah. It's yeah. got to you know it's got to fix itself on the way. It's up, horrid. So. I mean, it is just. What happens if you get stuck? I don't know. I'm sure you it die. <laughs> you that's will. a great question. I don't know. There's no way to get out because it's just going up a metal I'm sure building. There's stairs there's not, in there there's that not. someone has to climb. And yeah, I, like, I read that it's like a roller coaster. There's, there's 235 people die every year on that thing. So you're such a moron. <laughs> Only when the planes fly underneath it. Miss. <laughs> that's that's when they die. All right, Terry, get into your sermon rehash, recap. What do you what did you leave out that you wanted to tell us the about? The real things to be afraid of. And so we uh we talked about where Jesus uh, addressed it, it, I just you know had really good uh, feedback. I wish we had small groups. Uh, actually, would have been some good thoughts to to uh, talk about. But ultimately, well, Jesus, that's, that's it. No trunk or treat. Next no year. trunk or treat next year. You're, 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 I'm you're, down. You're definitely seconding <laughs> that motion. It. Yeah, Third. sold it. So uh, we started off with is that really ultimately you know what we do around here. Jesus was trying to explain true discipleship comes from overcoming your fears, knowing Him, following Him, and that you know one. Once we really become his disciple, we talked a little bit about that in staff meeting this morning, actually, this afternoon, uh, actually, is that one of the things that distracts us the most, most is, is that we do, we fear all the wrong stuff. And the one that we really should fear is God. And rather than running to him and let him give us confidence to walk with him and to know that he's got this, we're constantly being distracted by other stuff that we're afraid of, and we wind up running away from the very one that can help us and give us confidence. So, uh, which is ultimately what discipleship reminds you every week that, you know, listen, you've got to keep running to Jesus. Your point, um, beware, be aware of living as a hypocrite. 
And you know, when you invite people to church who don't want to go to church, what's their number? What's usually the there's first? a bunch of hypocrites. There's there. a, church is a bunch of hypocrites. <laughs> you know, and like as a natural born sinner, it's hard not to live as a hypocrite. You know sure. what I mean? Like I'm aware. I'm tr- I'm not trying to be a hypocrite, right. but I tell that person, "Well, I'm just a hip. I work at the church, and I'm a hypocrite just as much as everybody else." Right, right. You know. So well, it, yeah, it, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Bleep you! <laughs> I don't have. A, I, I need control of the panel. Yeah. Real quick. <laughs> so um, I don't have that particular soundboard with me today. But, so. but, but that that um, excuse is sort of changing in in the culture that we live in. Uh, that's that was more of an old school one that that honestly the church uh, deserved because we replicated a message or we personified a message that we were better than everybody else and so no wonder we got the reputation of a bunch of hypocrites that you you know what you act like and dress like on Sundays and the good thing about the way the church culture has changed is that we no longer you know bring that message it is more the message that you just brought except for the, without the bleep mm-hmm. but it was more the message that we are sinners. Saved by grace, and so that is a good thing that is uh, changed in church culture. That I think is helping, you know, honestly uh, do away with that myth that you know that's just a bunch of hypocrites. That that um, so yeah, that's a good thought. Andrew, your thoughts? Being scared? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, good deal. Oh no! Well, no, we're gonna I take did. a break. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I thought it was. I thought it was a good sermon. Um, I'm trying to think, what were the other two points? Because I think it was the third one. Don't fear the physical pain, but fear God. And then the third and final one is believe and confess the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And, uh, I guess it was the second one then. was just the don't fear pain, but fear God. Is, you know, we, uh, as a parent, we had that kind of conversation a little bit in our Connect group previous week. You know, we have to be reminded these are not our kids, that, you know, we're not going to be able to shelter them from everything that happens in the world. But obviously we want what's best for them. We want to, you know, keep them innocent as long as possible and all those things. Um, but like specifically with that is, I, you know, I, well, I struggle with this as a parent. Like I'm, I, I'm just around the public a little bit more and I'm seeing how not Christian our whole, like just society is and stuff. And so it's, it's not even like the Sunday, Wednesday stuff, like from sports to, like school to just anything that's not sacred anymore. Like it's just another day. Like, you know, from just culture, I fear like what in the world is this world going to be that my kids are going to grow up in? Um, you know, I don't, we were talking about legalism and things like that and how that's trickled down. Well, I feel like that's a lot, you know, phased out, I guess, if you will, and in mine and Tanner's generation and with that kind of stuff. But I'm still like, what in the world is this world going to look like when my kids are in high school? When my kids are like, I'm so thankful I'm not raising a teenager right now because it was completely different than when I was a teenager. Like that part scares me. But honestly, do I fear being without God more? Do I fear a, a, a life and of just me trying to live life and be successful and have it all or whatever outside of a relationship and walking the freedom that Christ gives me and stuff? Do I fear that more? Do I fear... And not like I'm afraid he's going to smite me, but like a respect, a, a genuine love, a genuine relationship with that, the, the, the creator, the creator of the universe, you know, like that's a big deal. Um, do I fear that more than it? Because if I fear him more, what that actually does is it gives me the reassurance to know he's going to take care of my kids. If I fear him more and walk in a loving relationship with him, 
I know that, yeah, my kids are still going to have physical pain. They're going to have um, a new disease every freaking week uh, and stuff like we're currently doing. But like, I, I know he's got me. It gives me peace despite what my outward circumstances are doing. So that I know that one was kind of resonated with me the most specifically. And maybe that's just my stage of life, too. Well, I think that there's on that second point of what Andrew's talking about is, and I think Jesus does a great job, and it's so cool is how it ministers to both generations of culture. So the first point, you know, about the hypocrites and the way that people have, you know, used an excuse to get out of church, valid criticism of the American church that, you know, well, we're better than you, you know, and all that crap and stuff that we did wrong. And so so Jesus addressed sorry, that. I so do, can I make my one good Baptist Catholic joke about the hypocrites? Sure. I said the, the good one is uh, what's the difference between a Baptist Baptist and a Catholic. It says Catholics actually wave to each other at the liquor store. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, uh. Baptists, if we don't actually acknowledge each other, it didn't happen. Yeah. So. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. I, I've, heard, I've heard a little different, but anyway, so yes. See, anytime uh, I drive by our liquor store, I always honk and wave. Because whoever's walking in is like, who, did they see me go in here? <laughs> I wave back. <laughs> So that to that other point, because I'm not a hypocrite. So, so the, besides the hypo- hypocrisy, which is valid, then Jesus turns and then he busts out the millennial down to the Gen Zs. Uh, you know, I sent out to our family a podcast. I think I sent it to the office too. Is that uh, where this guy's whining and griping and he works at Starbucks and you know and he's just um, and, you know I figured you would love it and so uh, when you send it, so I sent it you yesterday. sent it to the Pierce family group. Yeah. Okay, but, 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 and so he's just he's up. He's, he's in the sorry i he's in the <laughs> never mind just continue okay. just, so um, he's anyways. at starbucks I'll mute him so uh, <laughs> so he's at starbucks and you're gonna love it and this guy and he's a gen z and all of a sudden he just says they've called me to and the managers asked me to work eight hours today and he goes what's wrong with you know this manager that he he's making me work eight hours and a guy busts in tears and he's a grown man like 19 or 20 years old and because you know that that they were mean to him because they put and so today's generation we're not supposed to say anything harsh nothing's supposed to be hard everything's supposed to be easy and you listen to the political climate here and yeah i'm going there on the podcast is that everything is about fear republicans democrats you know you were afraid of january 6th again we're afraid that you know you can't go out in the streets and get killed Everything is dominated by fear, and nobody wants to hear the truth. And Jesus literally says to them, you know, of which did go over well in the sermon, but it's so true. You know, and again, I'm not trying to be an old geezer here, but it's it's what Jesus did in this text is he said, you guys want to whine and gripe about everything that you're terrified of. And I think that hits today's generation. Let me give you something to whine about. Fear the one that can send your soul to hell. <laughs> and I mean, so, and that was such a classic line that, you know, the way I grew up is that when if you, you know, whine too much your parents were like shut up i'll give you something to whine about blip you know and then you know you you quit whining so uh but i think that's what jesus does in the text and then um you know i'll let you guys come in on that but i really want to say one last thing about the end because he brings it full circle but anyway anything that you guys had about i'll give you something to whine about no i was just going to go on to you know if you're a hypocrite confess it you know that's what mm-hmm. we kind of hid around here right. just within this uh, conversation and we've been doing that a lot around here at our church absolutely um we pray confession we have confession t- not catholic confession time. <laughs> <laughs> we have, father we terry have prayer time father terry on wednesday nights and stuff like that yeah um uh the the high priest brother terry yes Stop. Right. um <laughs> and then if you're living in fear of all the wrong things redirect it yes how do we redirect it 
Yeah. Without knowing where to redirect it to. And in our, you know, that was, that's my favorite line in the sermon is I shared the quote, Jesus, you know, died in our place. So all of us good fundamental Baptists, yes, we believe in Easter and let's all go to church on Easter. So the next. That was the one I was trying to remember. (laughs) (laughs) It had such a great impact. I couldn't remember it. (laughs) Why don't we let him live in our place? So yeah. we're we're cool with the whole religion thing, but why don't we let him live and handle our kids? Is where and that's you know ultimately where we landed the sermon. Is that, that was yes, the point that I rambled to? That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> is that Jesus is you know he does he calls out the hypocrites and then he blasts all of the people that are fearful of everything you know let's just be nice no jesus like i'll give you something to whine about if you're terrified of of living your life how about you just move on and trust me and then he finally you know we give the illustration you know which seemed like it resonated with our audience really well is and and at least the final point was is that you know when our kids were little they climbed in bed and stuff and you know all of us parents have lived through that with the storms and all that stuff and then you could just see it register especially with the younger crowd is that you know when our kids crawled in bed mom and dad did not change the thunder we did not change the lightning and we did not change the fact that the wind was blowing and everything could be torn apart but the kids didn't care at that point they were just like, I'm going to let you worry about that. And if we would learn to do that, that's what living, letting him live in our places is that if we would let him do that with our kids and our future and our politics and everything else, that's what's letting him live in our place is that, you know what, that's bigger than me. I can't solve those problems anyway. So I'm just going to be a disciple of Christ. I'm going to continue to serve you, follow you, do what you do well, is that I'm going to go, you know, just let you handle the stuff that's out go there. Around go it. around it and let Jesus handle it. And, and you know, and that is ultimately what his message was about is that you're fearing the wrong things. You need to fear me. There's a, there is a second step to that analogy though, too, is because Adam legit would fall asleep because he didn't care. I wanted to get in the truck with him and go find the nader. (laughs) And then Aaron was still freaking out the entire time. So (laughs) while yes, the sun degree did all melt away, you know, we still had our own choices and Aaron still cried the entire time. And, and me and Adam were saying, shut up, we're tired. <laughs> Adam was stayed in bed and went to sleep. Aaron was terrified and still biting his nails. And then I wanted to go out and chase the storm. But of course yeah. we never did because who was telling us we can't do that? <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't quite as kumbaya loving as he true, made it sound, true, but yeah. you know, the, the point was still made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the last point, if you are worried, pray about it. The Holy Spirit really was leading me uh, for a certain invitation song that would have went over very well. Uh, but, you know, I trump, I'd, admittedly, I trumped the Holy Spirit in this. I said, I don't know that it'd be appropriate. Uh, I was going to come out and sing that country song, Don't worry about nothing, pray about everything. Who was that, like Luke Combs or Brian? Oh, I haven't heard Luke that Brian. one. Yeah, I don't know. Never heard that song? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> well, it would have been a big hit, I promise you. I'll have to send it to oh, you. Yeah. All right. I can guarantee you. So, well, go, all right, are you done with sermon? I'm done with sermon. <laughs> all right. So let's go back to number Moving one. Moving on fast, that's Let's go back to number one on okay. the um, Google list here. What was number one? Number one was fear of, oh, let, me, let me look it up, let me look it up. Uh, get to it. Fear of spiders. Okay, arachnophobia. Now, yes. do you have the, you have the snake fear? Do you have the spider fear? I do not. You don't. Spiders. Okay, well, yeah. never mind. I don't say there. There Andrew. was a spider crawling on your chair. Are you serious? <laughs> That's why I got up and looked. It was a jet walking across. The... Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Soon. Okay. All right. Well, there's a there's a spider on Terry's chair, and he don't care because he's got the Lord. Tanner, dang it. Tanner, what is your biggest fear? My yeah, biggest what are you fear most is afraid that's a good question. losing my wife and children. <laughs> I'm calling bull. What's your real biggest fear? 
No, that's legitimate. Because you realize you'll never do better. Yeah. Um, my biggest fear. Do you have uh, a phobia of any kind? I mean, probably like a nine and twenty-two basketball season. That's a big fear. <laughs> no, your biggest fear is that you guys will lose Ole Miss this year. No, I mean it is what it is this year. Okay. I, I think we can beat Ole Miss this year, but I don't. I don't fear that. Okay, okay, okay. That would make me angry. Yes, yes. But I, w- I wouldn't either. The recruiting wasn't great for basketball. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, oh no, Arkansas stomping you guys in basketball. So <laughs> Absolutely. A, yeah. I don't know what my biggest fear is. I honestly losing my kid. Like, okay, so Sunday night at uh, Trunk or Treat, yeah, I had a kid. Uh, a yes. lady brought me a kid and said, "Hey, this little girl can't find her mommy. Wow, can you announce it?" And yeah. I announced it twice. And uh, the second time, I said, "This is not a drill. I've got a kid up here. Check around, find your kid." It did sound terrible because <laughs> the first time he was so polite. We have a missing child. Well, I was trying like, to, you know, the kid was scared. I thought, yes, I really, no, you did it perfect. It was just like you. Were I heard it, that like, one. This I is even, a brand new car. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear the second one. I thought he was just being teen or making a joke. No, I had really no idea. Was, yeah. like the little girl, she wouldn't even tell us her name. Wow. You know? like she wouldn't even I didn't even talk. know that happened. And yeah. it was just some random lady that brought her up to the microphone. Some lady yeah. I never wow. met. You wow. know, and I said, um, what did I say? Oh, so as I'm giving the announcement of, hey, we're missing. Uh, we've got a kid. You're missing your child. Come yeah. get it. I'm looking around at my own two kids. Like Hallie had sl- had sat under the table, right? Right. Was just sitting there at, at my feet. Yeah. But I didn't see her, and so I'm in my. I had a panic moment. Like, oh crap! Where's my own kid? You know, like, <laughs> I can't find my kid. So did I bring Samuel? <laughs> he was. Just, so that is a fear. You know? He was terrified of going home to Ashley and go. I lost one of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no, I, I guess that would be my biggest fear is losing a kid yeah. like that. I don't. I don't know. But anywho, why are we talking about this? Let's take a break. Get out of here. <laughs> Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. Man. I feel like a woman. Belen just unsubscribed. I thought I, would just, I thought I would throw that in there just for fun. Yeah, I don't know why. Just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> she's aren't, she's going on tour. Aren't you going to their concert? Yeah. Didn't you say you're going to their concert? Well, that was your pastor's appreciation gift, right? <laughs> for you and Belen to go to Shania. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, cool. Um, so let's get into our favorite segments, the best and the worst of the week. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply the best. All right. So 
uh, when I made that little bit right there, what, two years ago, mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, however long ago, I bought the background music off that from a um, uh, just a stock music website that you can go, you know, pay 20 bucks, get you some royalty-free music. You don't have right. to pay for it over and over again. I was on YouTube the other day, and I heard that music. I can't remember what. I'll have to look it up and see what kind of uh, commercial it was. I want to say it was like, get your colon cleansed or something. You know, like some sort of happy <laughs> medical commercial, you know. And I was like, hey, that's our music from the podcast. <laughs> I'm ready to do the best and the worst. <laughs> yeah. It's from colon cleanse. <laughs> Colaguard. Yeah. <laughs> you too can just mail in your poop and get your colon cleansed, you know. Or Connect Church Podcast. <laughs> or the Connect Church Podcast. I, I hope I see that ad again so I know what, what, what we're equating ourselves to over here. Uh, it's definitely crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was something medical. I can't remember what it was, though. Yeah. All right, Terry, what was your best of the week? Mine was, I uh, got a combination, and I'll make it quick and easy, is uh, one was the Bears uniforms. Uh, they were hideous. That was the worst of the week. Absolutely. And uh, It wasn't so much the jersey, it was that helmet. Yeah, that was, helmet was, was trash. Just, yeah, it was very um, Halloween on a on a on a bad note. And uh, my good was is that Justin Fields, and you have to be a Bears fan. I know it wasn't great and legendary and all that stuff, but he really does give us hope that we actually have a quarterback since 1986. So that was my good. And then of course Jay Cutler was good. I don't care. Not even close. Bad coaching, it's, bad organization. So, no. And so the worst was uh, the fact that we um, still lost twenty nine to forty nine <laughs> to the Cowboys. <laughs> to the Cowboys. Yeah, yes. yeah. Cowboys are rolling, man. We, we made Dak look legendary. So. Yeah, y'all did. And then today, as of today, you traded away your defense. But anyways, <laughs> all right, Andrew, what was your best of the week? I have no idea. Um. I'll say my best and my worst was Halloween weekend. <laughs> a trunk or treat, it's fun. Got to go trick or treating my kids and stuff. It was, it is, it is a cool, you know, little thing to be able to do. But at the same time, we're all like Halloween hungover now. Our, we're tired. <laughs> I don't and, celebrate pagan holidays. And we had to cut it short in the middle of it to go take my kid to the doctor. So what's new? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was my best and my worst was Halloween weekend. Yeah, my best is uh, Arkansas. Went down to the plains and just trampled on the Auburn Tigers. Yeah, and and then they fired him yesterday. It's just, I mean, of course that we knew that was coming. I, that Auburn, was such a weird hire. Sure, it really was. They gave him a year and a half. Auburn is they are just the stupid vill of the SEC. I don't care who you are. They're <laughs> see to me the things you say about Ole Miss, not the fan base, but the actual organization. That's how they perceive themselves. They're like we are the other Alabama. Absolutely, school, but absolutely. we I should get more credit than Alabama. I'm like, no, yeah, like no, you guys are, are a decent true. organization. You're in the SEC, and I get all that, but like. You're still Alabama's little brother, dude. I was, like, you I was gotta about know to your say place. little brother. They're, you got to so, know your place. So yeah. what does that That's equate true. you guys to? Ole Miss and Auburn have little brother syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the problem is in Mississippi, it's we're both the <laughs> we're, we're both the reject cousins. <laughs> uh, there you go. But, yeah, I just don't they, – they, Auburn, is, they're trash. I don't like them at all. And that was my best of the week is uh, Auburn losing to Arkansas and then firing their coach. Two days later. So. Yeah. And you did your worst was the Bears uniforms. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we gave up 200 points. Yeah. And what was your worst? I could say the the referees of the Ole Miss-Texas A&M game, but I'll, <laughs> I'll say that even though it went a lot in our favor, uh, it was still horrible revving. But, no, mine was just the Halloween weekend. 
Oof, it's it was my best. I'm glad you worst. brought up that game because that was my worst of the week. Was Ole Miss Lane? You know, I like Lane Kiffin. Yeah, I like Lane Kiffin. I do. But him calling out the A and M players yep. for faking injuries. Yes. Shut up, Lane Kiffin. <laughs> okay. You are a moron in this stance. I I wholeheartedly agree. But as an Ole Miss fan who knew that our players did that and it ticked me off. That was absolutely – I mean, there was literally one guy that was, like, basically still standing. Took a page out like of your playbook. Going, hey, come yep. here, come here, just because we made, like, a 40-yard reception. Like, yep. I'm like, yep. you're such a jerk. Yeah, that's, that's – No, I mean, I hated that Ole Miss ever did that. That drove me nuts. Yeah. I will be the first to say we're a bunch of weenies for that. I wanted to use a different word. <laughs> All right, well, I've had a sick kid this week, so I don't have any questions or uh, anything else for the podcast this week. Sorry, all 13 listeners. Y'all got anything y'all want to talk about? I had a stupid moment, but not a stupid question. Let's hear it. There was a, it was a sponsored ad on Instagram, and all I saw it was SEC, and it said the the top rankings for to finish out the for the SEC championship. That's what it was. And so I read it, and I'm like, it had South Carolina at number one, Tennessee at number two. It's not even possible. I know. South Carolina at number one, Tennessee at number two. Uh, I can't remember who three was. Arkansas and Mississippi State were tied for fourth, and I'm like, what moron came up with this? You're was, talking about women's basketball. It's women's basketball. Okay, yeah. All right, that <laughs> makes sense. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't read it fully, so that was my stupid moment. Was, I was okay. like, what kind of idiot had Ole Miss like, at number eight? I can't remember. Uh, Vandy was still last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had a stupid moment. I didn't I read all think, of it. I was trying to think, what is South Carolina good at in sports? I know. Oh, it's women's basketball. Yeah, that's, that's the only is. thing. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have Hugh Freeze this weekend? We do. Arkansas plays Liberty, Liberty. this weekend. And they are ranked. Playing the Christians. That's Playing right. the Christians. Woo pig. That's right. I'm Talk about hypocrites. Did you guys <laughs> you guys played the Mormons earlier in the year, right? Yeah, we we're just doing the whole religious circle here. If we we have Notre Dame on the schedule coming up next mm-hmm. year. We're supposed to play them two years ago. Mormons and, uh, COVID Liberty and then you got the Catholics. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, Welsh College. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, hopefully we'll take care of old brother Hugh Freeze and and Jerry Falwell. Which Falwell is still there? Uh, they fired his son, and so it, the they don't have a follow running anymore. Oh, just, okay. Just the the other son is the pastor of the church, but at Thomas Road, right, right. Okay. Is uh, are they playing out of Arkansas? I'm assuming. Well, yeah, we're not going to Liberty. My God. Well, make sure you keep him <laughs> off a of sorority row. Hey, let him go have his fun. I don't. He, <laughs> he's terrible. Go do what he wants to do. What, what was your other coach? You could meet him. Houston um, Nut. Yeah, Houston, I like Houston Nut. Houston Nut sucks. Houston, <laughs> Houston Nut was a great Razorback. I don't hate anybody, I don't care who but you are. Oh. but he just like yeah, he ride. was a great Razorback. Exactly, he sucked as a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> he just liked to ride motorcycle with the coaches. Oh no, that was Petrino. A Petrino. Yeah, that's yeah, what I that was Petrino. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, that was fun times. All right, well, that's a good <laughs> podcast. And uh, thank you for listening. Sorry, this is kind of a dud. Have a good week. You're a big fat phony! (laughs) (laughs) You knew it was coming. I was going to do it at the same time. That was so bad.